Good morning, good afternoon, good day. This is Wisdom Wednesday Podcast with your host, Dr. Mary Seegers. And I just want to welcome you to the broadcast podcast. As you know, we've been honoring fathers for the entire month of June. And I have a very special guest today. But before I introduce him, you know the drill. Grab your coffee, your tea, your orange juice, or your water, and join in on the conversation. I would like to officially welcome my guest, Professor Sean Smith. Welcome. Hello. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I am honored that I was even asked on Honoring Fathers. <laughs> yes, I, I, I look at look at you and see the great work you're doing with your two sons. And so I know you're doing some great work and we're going to hear about it. So let me first of all, let the podcast audience know a little bit more about this wonderful man. The golden thread that ties the tap tapestry of the life of Sean Smith is education. Professionally, Sean has been in the education field for 30 years. Currently, he is a professor of mathematics of Lansing Community College. During his eight-year tenure of the college, he has participated in several groundbreaking endeavors, ranging from programs involving underrepresented minorities to significant curriculum reform. Before joining LCC, Professor Smith spent the vast amount of his career in the K-12 sector, serving diverse student population as a teacher and as an administrator. Sean Smith has a Bachelor of Science in Mathematics Education from Michigan State University, go Spartan, and a Master of Arts in Teaching. Oh, <laughs> That's right. And a Master of Arts in Teaching of Mathematics from the University of Detroit Mercy. Most recently, Sean has expanded his reach by creating Dripping in Black Productions, a consulting production firm that specializes in the development of production of podcasts. He is currently the executive producer of the Dripping in Black product, a podcast as well as Raw Conversation Podcast. He is also creating professional development online courses under high, higher, high ground educational resources. Most importantly, he is the proud father of Blake and Vaughn Smith. Wow. I tell you, I honor you, first of all, Professor Sean. I got to get used to calling you that. <laughs> you call me Sean. I am still Sean. <laughs> I know. And before we get into the conversation, uh, would you like to uh, add anything else that I read about your bio? Do you want to share any more about your uh, about yourself? Uh, um, that you know that that's that that's covered. You know that was the first bio I had to write that had every. Everything in it, you know. Usually, it's, it's professional. Usually, right. you know, I even have one for the podcast stuff now. Right. But to put it all together, I said, "I'm gonna put all this stuff together." So I had to go. I had to go. I was gonna look at some of yours anyway. Look at it. Say, let's see what somebody else put in their bio. So um, <laughs> that, that's about it. You know, um, like you know, I, I'm caregiver of my mother. Um, um, shout out to my family. Um, you know, sister and course my sons and 
you know, just you know, and all my all my people and my friends, cause they just like family. You know, just just a shout out to them. Um, you know, I, I try to be as simple as I can. I know you're always serious, and and before we get into the conversation, I just want to extend um, congratulations to you because my grandson, when he went tutoring with you with the math class, has gotten a B from his. He's in eleventh grade now. Can you believe that, Sean? <laughs> So wow! I know. Wow! <laughs> he was in middle school when we did that. Yeah. Yes, yes. But that foundation really, you know, gave him the. That's good to hear. Yeah. Well, thank you. My hats off to you for that. So let's just get right into it. How would you define fatherhood? Oh, that's that. You know, I've been thinking about that one. <laughs> I define fatherhood as the upbringing. The the rendering of uh, your child, um, mentoring, because sometimes, you know, fatherhood can go expand um, past just your kids, you know, and as an educator, I have, you know, you know a good teacher when they when they talk about their um, students as their babies, because you, you do take ownership um, in them. So all the tutoring stories I get to hear back, I've been in it now that, you know, um, I can interact with my, you know, my former students and, you know, they tell, you know, and it's always something that you never thought about that stuck with them. And, you know, so that, so that's cool. So when you talk about fatherhood, um, I was at a conference and I had to think, I was thinking about this and how would I answer that? I was at a conference and we was asked this question and it dealt with our children. And I had to come up with, I came up with this, um, acronym called RED. Because this is what I learned from my father, kind of. Um, R is responsible. You got to be responsible for whatever you do. If you if you commit um, doing things with integrity, um, what's the I? And the D is to be a difference maker. You know, if you're going to be here and you're going to impact people, um, you got to make a difference. Make You got to make a difference. So when I summarize what my father gave me, and I had to do that in a in a in a conference real quick. Mm-hmm. I kept that and I taught that to my, my to my sons. Yes, that's powerful, and that's a good segue into my next question. You know, as parents, you know, both the mother and the father, we don't have a manual on how to be a parent. So you had a role model. I take it was your father. Um, how did you? How did your father impact your life? He was, he- Oh, he was definitely the first one. And I, when I think about him, I think about, you know, he, he's had an eighth grade education. He, you know, he worked in the factory. He's from the South. I said, man, you don't, man, you don't know nothing, man. But he took me to school. And after I found out that I was the one behind <laughs> when I went up on the campus, I would say, when I went up on the campus of Michigan State, everything he told me, made sense wow i said oh that's why you said that <laughs> oh that's why and then we then and, and you know um instructing i was i wasn't rebellious um he said he probably said i was <laughs> but i wasn't rebellious but i listened mm-hmm. i listened i said man you don't know what you're talking about but like i said when i had to go up on my own yes. when i stepped on the campus yes. that's when things started clarifying for me so he he um, you know, he he the one I can remember stories like he tell him sitting me on the porch, plain as day, saying, you know, 
you're not going to have the, you know, you can't do the same things I do. You know, there's not going to be a factory like this that you can make, you know, uh, a good living. Because it's, it's these things that they call robots that's going to take my place. Now, this is wow. uh, early 70s. Mm -hmm. And and he he set me up there. So, you know, he had me so brainwashed. I thought everybody went to college, you know. <laughs> um, you know, so, you know, so I said, you didn't go to college, you know, because it wasn't, it wasn't about, it wasn't about if you was going to college, it's where you're going to college and what you're going to study. Right. So, um, yeah, he had me brainwashed in that thing. And education um, was, you know, was his thing. He was an avid reader and mm -hmm. I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> but I wish I would have grabbed more of that from him. I right. became, um, later on in life, I did more reading. But, mm -hmm. um, yeah, he was, he was the foundation um, yes. of it to even recognize when good men came in my life that they could be mentors because I already had uh, a, a great foundation to see hey you talking junk or <laughs> you about business um, and you giving me something that is going to um, perpetuate my life other than to hinder it Yes, and isn't it just like parents they want you to do better than what they did so you know that your father laid that foundation oh, yeah. for oh, you oh yeah <laughs> Let me ask you this. Oh, yes. um, why do some fathers want to be their children's friend rather than being their father? Have you ever seen that in your encounters with some of your students or in life? Oh, even, oh like say, as a, as a teacher, you saw it all the time. Well, I won't say all the time. Mm -hmm. You saw it a lot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was from... It was from theories like, if my kid gonna drink, let them drink with me, you know? And, you know, they still underage and things like that. So you, you hear stories like this, and, and I'm sitting up there with my mouth open saying, wow, you, you, you really going there. And, and it, it was, uh, and it, it wasn't necessarily with just um, younger parents, because I think when I first started, I, that might've been the sense, might've been the case that, you know, you had a lot of younger parents and you know they wanted to be friends and there could be a plethora of reasons um why but yeah as a teacher as an educator you saw that and you you just sat up there with your mouth open so yeah that was a a, a major um issue because the kids is your biggest responsibility and and you have to you have to to um instill knowledge to them and in them um, you hope that they suck it up and, and you have the relationship that they will honor you and will suck up that knowledge. But, you know, some things you're just going to learn by trial and error. And I understand that as well. So you got to let them, um, let the birdies fly, um, as well. But, um, you know, so yeah, that would be, yeah, but yes, to answer your question, yes, I saw that, and, it, wow. and it's it's wild, and you see the results, mm -hmm. you know, you see the results of yeah. um, what happens, the consequences of that. Absolutely. You know, and let me just ask you one other question. I'm enjoying this conversation here. Why is it important to demonstrate the acceptable behavior before your children rather than do what I say and, and not what I what I do? <laughs> oh, because because imitation, you know, what is it? Imitation is a form of flattery. So mm -hmm. you want them to to um, um, 
you you want to, you, they need to see it. Mm-hmm. They need to see it, not just because if they don't see it and you're saying opposite, now you now you're bringing in confusion <laughs> because now it's but you did this. Oh, don't do don't do what I don't do as I do do as I say. Right. And you know, so yes, it is it is um, to live upright in front of them. Um, do I make mistakes? Yes. And do we talk about some of my mistakes? Yes, we do. And but they know that is a mistake. Right. <laughs> you know, there. Right. You know, there. Or there's some things that you know I try to instill in my boys <laughs> that um, you know it's just a different philosophy. And um, you know, you may think of it otherwise, and that's okay too. But right. let's get let's get these facts together. <laughs> and now you got these facts together, and you want to go that way. That's fine because sometimes it's not a or right or wrong. One of the things I've learned recently and I've been acting upon that, you know, two things could be right at the same time, you know, mm-hmm. and that's something that um, um, it takes a little more dialogue to, you know, to, to show that because you don't want them to say, you know, everything that they think, you know, we got thousands of thoughts a day. Everything you think is, is valid. No, sometimes you just got to pass that up because it's not it's not uh, um, to your benefit to mm-hmm. um, act upon that or even dwell on that on that thought because we got all types of crazy thoughts going through the mind. That's true. So true. Tell us a little more about Blake and Vaughn, your two sons. I am Facebook friends with you and you seem like it's a great family. I just love how you uh, um, encourage them and be a role model to them. Um. Blake and Vaughn, again, you know they 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 are my heart. They are my responsibility too. So so um, Blake, Vaughn, actually Vaughn came over for Father's Day. Blake had to work. Vaughn came over for Father's Day. He asked this question about you know what was what what was the most challenging thing uh, um, to deal with them. And I said it wasn't really well. I did use the word challenging. It was. I had to protect the gifts that God gave you all. Mm-hmm. And um, that was one, because one is into music, the other one was into art. Mm-hmm. And especially with Vaughn, people will say, he, he, he drawing too much. He, he, he's, he, you know, he, he's not paying attention. And Vaughn, mm-hmm. you know, he got a little bit of his father in him. <laughs> we can ignore the best of people. We can, if, we, if we into what we're doing, we can ignore you and, and be cool with it. Right. And we're going to be cool with it. <laughs> and um, they were telling him to stop drawing. I said, no, you know, mm-hmm. let him do what his thing. You don't know what God um, had for him. That's right. Now he's at um, the College of Creative Studies wow. drawing cars, which he's been doing all his life. See? I didn't know that, but I had to protect that. Yes. The same thing with Blake. Blake was, Blake was with the music. So he, you know, we, we jammed out to, I used to call, I used to tell him Fred Hammond was his daddy because we used to jam out to Fred Hammond on the way to church and and he picked up the music. Now I had all these, now I was, I was, a, I was an amateur musician. Okay. He had all these instruments. He wanted to play the drums. I don't have no drum set, but guess what? I had to go invest in him a drum set because that's what he said. That's what he wanted to play. Now he came back to the keyboards and stuff like that, but he, he wanted a drum set. His his claim to fame, his his principal instrument is the drum. So um, it was to it's to protect them, and and they the greatest thing about them is that they are great men, and um, and they are are good. They are good 
um, men. You know, I call them men, but they really grown-ish. You know, I got the, <laughs> they, they, they get, they get in there. They always be my baby, so they would never be fully. But yeah, they, they, they get in there. So that was, you know, um, that question um, was a very good question, and I said, yeah, that's what, what I had to protect. What uh, God, what I see that God had given you all, and let you and let you do it yourself. You know, because there was a little bit of. I won't say disappointment mm-hmm. because I was big in the sports. You know, if you hear my story, sports and music was my big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they wasn't into, they wasn't really into the sports. They played a little bit. I said, if, if you play, you got to at least finish. And they did. <laughs> but, you know, that wasn't something that they, you know, they went into. You know, um, Blake played a little soccer. Vaughn played a little baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, Blake played a little baseball too, but you know, it was the music, you know, yeah. so I got, yeah. you know, so, you know, Blake went into my music collection and, mm. and was reading liner notes. He could tell me all the musicians who played on what wow. uh, better than I did. So, <laughs> no, no, so, um, you know, you, 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 the kids is going to, going to give out their, their God gift. Mm-hmm. You have to be there to, to, to nurture it. And mm-hmm. he, even, to a certain degree protected yes as well wow um, but you gotta you gotta let them you gotta let them express it you gotta mm-hmm. let even even with students you have to let them express it because everybody has a different point of entry right. you talked about you talked about your um is it your your, gra- your grandson, grandson my grandson, grandson? yes <laughs> right right you know we had to talk about basketball even before we got to math you know <laughs> math you know we got we're going to talk about basketball, you know, who, yeah. you know, who you feeling, who you feeling at this time, man. Yeah. Really? No, man, he can't play. <laughs> well, okay. What did you do in your game? You know, so you have to find that point of entry and yeah. find out what they, and then use that yeah. to help them perpetuate because you know, the other, those other things are complementary pieces. Mm-hmm. So, but you got to find that point of entry. And if you let them talk and you're listening, they will give you that point of entry. Wow. Yeah, I, I used to ask him, what did Sean teach you? And, and he would say, uh, we talked about basketball. I said, basketball, you know, I'm paying for tutoring. Y'all talking about basketball. But it, it instilled and motivated him to do the math. So, I, I, again, my hat's off to you. I, when I see him in his grades now, I was like, thanks to Sean. Because <laughs> some teachers just couldn't get him to where he needed to be. And, and he likes math, too. Oh, Let me, yeah, you know, that's and that's a whole different thing too yeah but let me ask you this sean can you tell us a little bit more about this dripping in black i mean i love your 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 uh the title of that can you share a little bit more about that oh well well let, if you want to go to the essence of dripping in black dripping in black was an attitude out and uh, if you go, if you look at our our trailer, I talk about where it came from. I'm driving home because remember I'm, I'm a professor in in Lansing, right? And I had moved back home to take care of my mother, mm-hmm. so I had this long commute. And I was driving back home one night, and we had a meeting earlier, and I was, you know, um, you know, working with underrepresented um, our black students and any other underrepresented um i don't want to say minority um student groups yes um you have to be intentional with them because their 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 circumstances is different than 
uh, Caucasian student circumstance. Right. And I was frustrated. Mm-hmm. And I said, and I'm the only black um, faculty, full-time faculty mm-hmm. member. And I was just frustrated. And I said, man, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm tired of arguing with them about this. I just want, I just want, I just want some black excellence. I just want it, I want it dripping in black. And I stopped. I'm driving home. I'm on 75. Right. So I pull off. I pull off. Uh-huh. Um, it was a rest stop. I pull off to write this down. I said, that's a sweet name. <laughs> um, and with Dripping the Black, I also came up with Math Noir, which is the, the math component of, mm-hmm. of what I do educationally. Right. And so I go home. The first thing I do is buy the domain name. Now, I don't know what Dripping the Black is, but but I don't know what it is. It, it's not a product. It's right. just an attitude. I said, whatever I'm doing, I'm going to do it at Dripping the Black. The first thing I did was write the um, proposal for probably Math Noir. Mm-hmm. But Dripping the Black just sitting there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, it's in my attitude. So yes. if you go if you go on the Higher Ground at um, higher ground educational resources page, you see that it says Dripping the Black is the attitude because it didn't have a product. Though a couple of months after this, uh, a friend of mine, my, my partner in Dripping the Black Production, David Lewis, shout out to David B. Lewis, and he said, man, I want to do a, you know, I'm thinking about doing a podcast, you know, because this is right after um, um, the killing of, um, why can't I think of this name? Georgia. With Castile and all them, George. For, yeah, not right. George. I know you're talking about, yes. And he said, I want to do something, man. I want to put something out. I want to put something else out there. Mm-hmm. And he said, I don't have a title. He said, I really don't want to do nothing education. I want to do something out there to celebrate black excellence. I said, well, you know, I had this idea. I had this, you know, I called it Dripping the Black. Because, you know, I even had the logo and stuff. I still don't know what I'm doing with it, but I even <laughs> made, uh, had a friend make a logo. Uh-huh. And, um, and he said, that's it. That's the name. That's the name. And that's where the Drip of the Black podcast, because actually my first podcast, well, actually supposed to be an educational one. I still fight with that one. But that's where it came from. And the product, the first product became the actual podcast. Okay. I so love the it, name. It came from a frustration, but mm-hmm. it, it was dealt. And, you know, and you, t- you know, people talk about God speaking to them yeah he was yelling at me at that time because <laughs> I had to stop pull over and write this down because I was wow. not going to forget this because yes. um, I always got something to write in my car now because you know I got this long commute and I have ideas and stuff like that so right. yeah so that's where it came from the name is powerful and I like that it's an attitude you know I, I love that I love it and what about the Raw Conversation podcast? Is that affiliated with that, or no? It's a separate entity. Oh yeah. Well, when we started, when when we went into becoming a production, you know, mm-hmm. so we said we could help other people do what we did. Um. So we had this idea. Again, it's if something is missing in your life, mm-hmm. it usually means that you're supposed to create something. Mm-hmm. That's how I looked at it. So I was looking. I wanted to hear a grown conversation. I, I don't want to. I didn't want to hear 
I didn't want to hear, um, you know, these clickbait stuff, you know, um, how we do the relationship stuff and it's toxic and stuff like that. I didn't want to do that. I want to hear somebody having some real raw, grown folks conversation. The original name, I won't repeat what the original name was. I got voted out of that one. <laughs> but um, we put together, we said, because at first it was supposed to be a man's talk, men talking together. Okay. And then when I was talking with David, David said, well, you know, since, you know, if this is the premise, then, you know, we could bring some women in as well. So we have two guys, two girls. Shout out to, um, you know, I'm going to mess up names. Jay, Key, Leah, and Ross the Boss. You know, that makes up raw conversation. Um, they were they were people that we knew, friends of ours. Oh. And we asked them would they come together and, and do this podcast. And they did, and it's what—it's one of the, the the most fun things that I do is to put them together because they're hilarious. <laughs> so that's where that's where Raw came from because now that's an offset because now we're putting together um, this education, but it's entertainment as well. Mm-hmm. Um, in that dripping in black member, dripping in black is an attitude. So it's a dripping in black production. So it got to be done in excellence, yes. and it and it's there. Um, to possibly promote, but they're funny though. That you can just listen to them and they laugh because um, they are um, very engaging. So, how can a person tap into that podcast? Are they on uh, what podcast? Um, Google Podcasts or Spotify? Um, yeah, uh, they are all the audio version is on all the major ones. Okay. Uh, um, Apple, Google, mm-hmm. um, Spotify. The video. Um, the video version, which was not my idea, but I ended up doing it. <laughs> uh, that's a whole story within itself. Um, it's on YouTube at the D-I-B-K, that's um, the abbreviation of Dripping in Black, D-I-B-K channel. Okay. And all of them are there. You can see raw conversations there, any other things that we have done there. Um, Dripping in Black is definitely there. So, okay. um the, and I'm working on the websites. You know, Dripping in Black can be seen at drippinginblack.com. Mm-hmm. Um, raw um, website is not up yet, but um, you can go to um, um, YouTube and, and check them all out. The video, the video is my favorite because you can <laughs> actually see and you can see the stories in Dripping in Black yeah. as the person is telling their story. Yeah. Um, you know, we have a couple of. Um, people that we know that's been on Dripping in Black. You know, mm-hmm. Lauren has been on Dripping in Black. Um, I've been trying to get Derek, um, um, Derek Marshall on there. So, Derek, if you listen to this, would you please come on Dripping in Black because <laughs> you have an excellent story to tell. Yes, he does. Um, Dr. Dr. Morgan has been on Dripping in Black. Okay. You know, those are people that we we, we share. Right, right. So, um, awesome. So yeah, so I'm I'm always looking for black excellence. If you got a story, if you know somebody story, go to drippinblack.com. That's probably the easiest one. We all we own um Facebook, mm-hmm. Facebook and um, IG. I even got a TikTok now, and I hate Aww. TikTok. Um, <laughs> I know. There's I'm... some stuff on there's some stuff on there, but, but yeah, I, I'm experimenting. Right. You know, a friend got a friend. Um suckered me into it so she was supposed to be doing it actually shout out to money brooks she was supposed to be doing it but um 
I ended up with it, and yeah. it's it's there. I don't know if there's a lot there, but it's there. All right. That's powerful shot. I love it. I love it. We got to be involved in all the social media, right, to connect to the different audience, you know, so awesome, awesome. So right. how... How yeah, can, it's a it's a necessary evil. I know, right? <laughs> so, how can people reach out to you? I know you gave the the websites. Uh, uh, is that the best way through social media, Sean? Or, or? the best, whatever, whatever you're comfortable with, we are there on on Instagram, Facebook. Um, it's D I B K twenty, mm-hmm. or if you just type in "dripping in black," we should show up. Mm-hmm. Raw conversation at all, all platforms is at the raw combo. The raw, the raw combo is on all, on all social media. And you know, you have the the website is that's where we start to steer everybody to. Mm-hmm. You can get to everything from the website, right. which is just drippinginblack.com. All right. Yes. Powerful. Powerful. So I'm gonna start calling you Professor now. Now. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's one of the titles you you know i'm always shot i'm the i'm the student I'm, I'm your student that sat there in the in the financial um um program that you do that you did at the church you right. know so i'm i'm still shine so i know i appreciate I'm the student. you i'm always trying to learn me too i'm right there with you thank you my friend for uh joining in on the conversation you know i want to honor you again, not just for this month of June, but honor you for who you are, a powerful father, a good example, and a role model, and a dear friend. So I appreciate that. I don't take that lightly. And um, what can I say is thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank you for even even thinking about me. You know, it, it's an honor and humbling to even be thought about in those um, glowing terms. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's me. It's just Sean doing what I was blessed to do. I love and it. Still trying to do more. And, and you're doing it well with excellence. Until next time, I, I want to say thank you and have a blessed day. And we'll see you next week. Uh, we're going to be honoring um, my own dear husband. Said he'll come on the last session. I have a couple of other fathers we're going to honor. So be blessed. Until next week, we'll see you on Wisdom Wednesday podcast. Bye for now. Thank you, Doctor. Thank you. No, I pre I've learned so much more about you now, so it's just good, good, good. <laughs> I really appreciate it. This was awesome. I'm going to have...